This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, friends, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to the Courage Cast. Today, we're continuing our conversation uh, and plowing through Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the most influential books in my life. If you, if I've, I've already mentioned it several times, but my father sent me to Dale Carnegie Human Relations and Public Speaking, uh, Human Communication, Human Effectiveness and Public Speaking uh, class uh, course. Uh, I think I went for at least eight weeks in a row, maybe 12 um, when I was 16 years old. And it was a huge, made a huge impact on me. And um, I'm grateful that my dad sent me there, even though I probably fought him a little bit. Um, it was a very, very good thing for me. And, and uh, so I'm, it was really foundational for me in, in just dealing with people, how to interact with people, how to find common ground, how to win in your relationships with others. Um, and um, uh, so I'm hoping that by going through this book, you can pick up some nuggets for yourself to add to your arsenal of uh, living life and doing great things uh, with courage, with more faith, and less fear. That's what we're all about here. All right, so today we're going to talk about this concept from the book called Throw Down a Challenge. Most people have an innate desire to achieve. Along with that desire often comes a fierce sense of competition. Everyone wants to outdo others and and be the best. Now, I think that's very true, especially among men. I don't know if... I think women tend to be competitive as well. I've sensed that they tend to be a little more... um, emotionally competitive and men tend to be more physically competitive or outwardly competitive. Women tend to be more internally competitive. The battle is internal for men. A lot of times the battle is waged externally. Um, that's very, <laughs> that, that could be very off. I, I could be completely off on that. So please just take it with a grain of salt. But I've just noticed emotionally women tend to get hurt more uh, than men do. And, and I, I do deal with a lot of, of women in our doTERRA business. Um, and um, so that's just from my experience. Um, and uh, I know men ha- are just as emotional as women. It's just, just in the way that we, we carry ourselves and, and where we pick up offenses might be a little bit different. So anyway, uh, the battlefield tends to be played in the emotional realm um, with females and more in the physical realm. All that to say is competition, throwing down a challenge. This has really nothing to do with the, the negative side of that. It has to, everything to do with the, the positive side of that and understanding human, uh, human behavior. So uh, when nothing else works, Dale Carnegie says, in winning people to your way of thinking, throw down a challenge. Here's a quote from Charles Schwab. The way to get things done is to stimulate competition. I do not mean in a sordid, money-getting way, but in the desire to excel. Very good quote from Charles Schwab. Frederick Hertzberg 
One of the great behavioral scientists did a study of the work attitudes of thousands of people, ranging from factory workers to senior executives. He discovered that the one major factor that motivated people was the work itself. If the work was exciting or interesting, the worker looked forward to doing it. That is what every successful person loves, the game. We seek a chance for self-expression, a chance to prove our worth, to excel, to win. So how do you put this principle in practice? When all else fails in motivating your employees or your children to do something, turn it into a game. Offer a reward to incentivize your sales reps to bring in the most revenue for the month. Or tell your kids that whoever picks up the most toys gets to choose the restaurant they go to for dinner. Now, I'll just say a few words about competition in our house. Um, competition doesn't go over so well. I've, I've kind of backed away from playing games. It's sad because I love to play games. I love it. I, I, when I was a kid, I, I did take it much more seriously than I probably should have. And I got angry and sometimes I just got violent and I threw cards down and I cried and, you know, I just wanted to win so bad. I was willing to do anything to win. And when I wasn't winning, I would kind of act like a baby. And that kind of tends to happen uh, in our home with our kids is that the youngest one tends to just fall apart and um, doesn't like it when they're losing. As soon as they start losing, they have a really hard time handling it emotionally. And, but that doesn't mean that I should back away from it altogether because I know that what that's doing is it's actually producing, uh, it's helping them to gain the ability to emotionally deal with loss, deal with losing, deal with winning. And that's why I love sports so much. Uh, for me, tennis was an amazing mental game. Eventually, it became just a mental exercise to see um, how I could handle the pressure of being in a situation of potentially losing. And it all depended on my actions, depended on my ability. And sometimes I won. More, more often than not, I won. But sometimes I lost. Now, I'll say more often than not, I won. Only to say is I probably didn't put myself in a position enough to really challenge myself to lose more. I think I was afraid ultimately of losing, if I can be a little bit vulnerable here. I was afraid of losing as a kid. And so I would put myself in positions where I believed I would win more easily. And while that really helped me on a short-term basis, I think just to have that sense of winning more often... It, and it helped my ego, it didn't really help grow me and shape me in the way that it probably could have had I put myself, challenged myself to be in a position to lose more. Because it's really in the positions of losing or potentially losing that we know what we're made of. Now, in the beginning, we may lose a lot and that's going to hurt our fragile ego. It's going to hurt our emotions. But eventually, if we stick with it, we're going to get better at whatever the challenge is. And we're going to keep growing and we're going to become, uh, we're actually going to start winning more often. And eventually we, we win so often that we start to 
um, maybe need to have a bigger challenge. And it's really important. If I had to do it all over again, and I know what I know now, I would have had more emotional maturity to be able to put myself in a position where I would lose for the pure reason that I know that if I put myself in a position where I'll most likely lose, that I'm going to learn the most from that experience. Is this making any sense to you? Now, what this has to do with this whole idea of competition, I'm not exactly sure, but this is what, when I read this out of the Dale Carnegie book, this is what it brings up in me. And it, it tells me that and encourages me to put other people on my team, in my family, in the relationships that, uh, that are sales oriented or relationship oriented uh, or team driven scenarios or environments, that it's important to throw down a challenge and throw down a challenge in explaining that more than likely everyone will lose. But it's the whole concept of learning through the process that helps us to become better. So throw down a challenge, throw down something competitive to get people's attention is, um, is what Dale Carnegie is saying in this part of how to win friends and influence people. Well, that's it for me today, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff. Share about it in the Courageous Community. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on CourageousCommunity.com or Facebook.com slash The Courageous Community. Again, I'll be back on another episode of CourageCast. Have a great day, friends. Bye.